Today, the cookie apocalypse is on hold. Snapchat's clever digital campaign goes real world. Your next employer is already spying on you. And did I read this right? Facebook CPMs are down? It's Thursday, June 24th, 2021. Happy National Indigenous Day, Peru. I'm Todd Maffin from Engage You Digital, and here's what you missed today in digital marketing. Some fantastic news for our little corner of the world. Google this morning announced it will delay its planned removal of third-party cookies. Those cookies, of course, are little browser trackers that report back a site visitor's behavior. The third-party thing means that behavioral data is being sent to another company like Facebook or Pinterest or any other service. And now Google says it won't phase those third-party cookies out of its Chrome browser for another two and a half years or so. Until now, they've been saying they'll stop supporting them at the end of this year. When they do roll this out, it will be staged. Late next year, that's 2022, they will start a migration period. Then those cookies will stop working in Chrome in late 2023. This is, of course, great news for digital marketers who've already been beaten up by Apple's removal of tracking data from apps on its mobile devices. This should give the ad industry more time to develop alternatives. It might also signal that Google's own much-ballyhooed alternative, which it calls Flock, just isn't cutting it, at least not yet. Last week, Digiday reported that pretty much all of Amazon's consumer-facing sites like Amazon.com, WholeFoods.com, Zappos.com, all of those were flock-blocking. Sorry. Quoting MarketingDive.com, Whatever the timeline, the loss of third-party cookies is likely to deal a serious blow to ad tracking and consumer targeting efforts if alternative mechanisms are not in place and widely adopted in time. Google has been ramping up its privacy sandbox proposals as alternatives, but the ad industry has pushed back against these as inefficient replacements and has been stymied by radio silence from the tech giant on the issue. Ultimately, Google's delay ensures that questions around how to address privacy and tracking in digital marketing will continue over the next couple of years. Getting it right is imperative, as digital marketing's importance continues to grow, but the longer timeline is also likely to complicate things for marketers, unquote. A clever campaign by Snapchat lets users there create their own custom pride flag. The company said, To reflect how pronouns and physical expressions have become more fluid and expansive, Snapchat created new versions of pride flags with blended gradients, giving the LGBTQIA community a way to embrace the spectrum of identity and an individual's place within it, unquote. But here's the thing. In addition to the digital flag you create, Snapchat will also print and ship you the actual flag you designed. For each flag sold, $2 will go to a group supporting equity efforts. Snapchat's actually been quite focused on these kinds of crossover promotions. In January, people discovered a patent that Snapchat filed which would add popular real clothes from fashion brands to Snapchat's personal avatar designs. So rather than just generic beige t-shirt, you could buy and wear a beige t-shirt from The Gap. This past spring, the company also bought the digital sizing company Fit Analytics. So you've been looking for a new job, sending your resumes to various brands or agencies. Maybe you've even put your Twitter account on there, and maybe even worried a little that they might actually check it. According to new data from Sky Nova, yeah, you've got reason to be concerned. 
Their survey of 233 hiring managers found nearly two out of three hiring managers always check the social media accounts of job applicants before they decide on hiring them. The top reason they check? To get more detail on an applicant's professional background and to get a sense of their personality. When asked how political posts on a candidate's socials would affect their desire to hide them, 39% said actually it would work in the candidate's favor. Managers would be more likely to hire them. But tied at 39% said it would have no impact, and about 21% said seeing political posts would negatively affect that decision. Today's premium newsletter has a very pretty infographic with many colors and charts. All right, over to the lightning round. Zoom has updated its desktop app to let you include your preferred pronouns and be able to turn them on and off depending on the meeting. You want to upgrade to version 5.7 for that. Google has created a single web page where you can find all their search content policies. It is a horrible URL, so we made a short one for you. B.link slash Google policies. Twitter now lets iOS users share tweets directly to Instagram stories. It shows up in a little Twitter branded frame and actually looks pretty good. And I've been seeing some reports today on Twitter among Facebook ad buyers that CPMs seem to be down and CTRs up. Of course, that's just anecdotal data. But if you had your Facebook campaigns on hold because of the crazy auction rates in the last few weeks, it might be worth seeing what numbers you get now. If you've got a marketing position you're trying to fill or maybe you're looking for the next great gig, consider a classified ad right here. It's just 20 bucks. You can book it online. Link in this episode's description. Talk to you tomorrow. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.